our study of God's Word. We're looking at the Beatitudes, and today we want to go to the next one. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall receive mercy, says Jesus. Those who, who really are merciful are the ones who will be shown mercy. Some years ago, a small-town merchant had identical twin boys who were inseparable. They were so close that they even dressed alike. It was said that their extraordinary closeness was the reason they never married. When their father died, they took over the family business, and their relationship was considered a model of collaboration and faithfulness to each other. One fateful day, one of the brothers neglected to ring up a sale and absentmindedly left a $5 bill on the top of the cash register. And while he went to the front of the store to wait on a customer, and remembering later that he had left it there, he went back to re deposit it, but the bill was gone. He asked his brother if he'd seen it. His brother said he had not. An hour later, he asked his brother again, but this time with a note of suspicion. Offended, his brother became angry and defensive, and every time they tried to discuss the matter, the conflict grew worse. It finally culminated in vicious charges and countercharges, and they dissolved their partnership and they put a petition down the middle of the store and became two competing businesses. This continued for 20 years, and it was a, it was a terrible thing in the community. One day, a car with an out-of-state license pulled up in front of the stores, and a well-dressed man entered one of the brothers' shops and asked how long the store had been there. Upon learning that it had been there for 20 years, he said, well, then you are the one to whom I must settle an old score. Some 20 years ago, I was out of work, drifting from place to place, and I got off a freight train right here in your town. I had absolutely no money and had not eaten for three days. And as I was walking down the alley behind your store, I saw a $5 bill on the top of the cash register. Everyone else was in the front. I'd been raised in a Christian home, and I'd never before in all my life stolen anything. But that morning I was so hungry that I gave in to temptation, slipped through the door, took the $5 bill, and got me some food. And that's, that thing that I did has been on my conscience for 20 years. I finally decided I'll never be at peace until I come back, face up to that sin, and make amends. Would you let me now replace that money and pay you whatever is appropriate for damages? When the stranger finished his confession, he was amazed to see the old store owner shaking his head in deep sorrow and beginning to weep. Finally, the old man gained control and taking the gentleman by the arm, asked him to go next door and tell its owner the same story. He complied, only this time two old men who looked almost identical wept side by side. We cannot be sure about whether these, these, believe, these two brothers were believers in Christ or even churchgoers, but whatever their profession, their merciless, unforgiving spirits revealed hearts which didn't understand the mercy of God. And... And they had years and years and years of difficulty, resentment, and bitterness, and anger, and hate toward each other because they weren't merciful. That's why Jesus said, approved, blessed are those who are merciful, for they shall receive mercy. You see in these Beatitudes, there is a, a, a plan here. It doesn't just happen that they're thrown together. We start with our spiritual bankruptcy. We see our sins, and we get right with with God about them, and we allow him to bend us and make us meek and gentle. We also begin to let begin to hunger and thirst after righteousness, and then there comes mercy, and mercy is com compassion expressed. Mercy is love expressed. 
Mercy is being willing to to see the other person's need and the other person's problem and the other person's heartache and being willing to to share with that person. And it's not just feeling compassion, it's doing something about it. Sometimes we see someone in distress, but we don't do anything. When Jesus told the story of the Good Samaritan, you remember he said, now which of these three proved to be the neighbor to the one who fell into the robber's hands? And the person said, well, it was the one who showed him mercy. And Jesus said, go and do the same. You see, we can feel concerned for the hungry, but if we don't help them, it's not mercy. We can be concerned and feel something in our hearts for someone who has a need, but if we don't do anything about it, it doesn't make any difference. Some years ago in England, many, many years ago, in fact, a man who was a preacher stopped where a friend's horse had accidentally been killed and a crowd of onlookers expressed empty words of sympathy, the preacher stepped forward and said to the loudest sympathizer, I am sorry, $10 worth. How much are you sorry? And then he passed the hat. You see, that's, that's mercy. That's stepping into action. That's not only seeing a need, feeling a need, but doing something about a need. And, and it's not just saying it's a pity that person is in that plight, but it's doing something about that person's plight. One day a man went to a social gathering and he saw a young man sitting over in the corner by himself. The young man was facially disfigured and so nobody was paying attention to him. He looked lonely, he looked discouraged, he looked miserable, looked completely out of place. But the Christian man, the godly man, went over and sat with him and talked with him and showed him mercy and loved him and became his friend. You see, that's action. That's doing something. But also being merciful is not only expressing mercy, to those in need, but it is being willing to forgive others. It describes one who forgives and pardons another who has hurt them. Now, this is the kind of attitude that we believers are to have. This is the way we're to respond to the hurts and injustice others bring against others, against us. You remember Jesus said, Father, forgive them as they nailed him to the cross. And the indications of the verbs is he said it over and over again. This is what Stephen said when he was being stoned. Father, lay not this sin to their charge. This was the attitude of Joseph many years earlier after his, in the Bible, when his brothers had sold him into slavery and he saw them again, he said, you meant evil against me, but God meant it for good. You see, the merciful person forgives. He remembers his own sins and God's mercy toward him. And then he expresses that same kind of mercy. To be merciful is to have a forgiving spirit, a non-retaliating spirit. It's a spirit that gives up all attempts for self-vindication. It would not return injury for injury, but good into place. This is the outflow of a heart that is captivated by and in love with the mercy of God. It's the product of the new nature that God's put into us, that we would show mercy. It was mercy in Abraham that he had been wronged by his nephew Lot, and it caused him a lot of problems, but he still was merciful toward his nephew and gave him the kind of mercy he needed but didn't deserve. So often our lack of mercy is based upon a lack of information. We don't really know the other person's heart. We don't really know what they're experiencing. We're not really walking in their shoes. We see someone in the street and they don't speak to us or in the hallway of the church and they don't acknowledge us and we get upset. But what we may not know is they're going through a terrible problem. They're experiencing a deep, deep hurt, and they didn't even notice that we were there. There's an old saying, to know all is to forgive all. And there's much truth to that. 
So it's important for us to remember to give mercy. We're going to talk more about that, and we're going to look at that again tomorrow. So I hope you'll be with me.